0: Welcome to extraterrestrial reality. Most human beings on this planet are living under a forced delusion. A delusion that, by the way, is implemented by many different governments across this globe. Uh, They do not want people to understand the reality of the situation. They don't want them to know that there is an intelligence among us that is far superior than human beings. They have advanced way beyond anything that human beings have, and those people who are sitting on that secret who have evidence that could would show the world that there is uh, in fact uh, an, an extraterrestrial presence among us uh, they don't want you to think about it they want the stat- they want to keep the status quo and there are a lot of people also among us who are so fearful of this concept of the, the they are so fearful of moving forward that They'll, they will say and do anything. And you could just see by their actions, the, the words that they say, the things that they do, the falsities that they push, the words, the, the, uh, the way they try to stigmatize those who want to uh, uh, let the world know that, hey, we're not the only ones here and there's something else among us. They don't want to go there. That's, they, the farthest they'll go, they'll, they'll concede Right? That there are, oh yeah, there has to be some intelligent life out there. I mean, that's about it. But there's no way that they can get here because of the vast differences and all that kind of stuff. I don't see any proof. I don't see any proof. They shut their eyes to all of the uh, evidence that has been compiled over the years just through testimony by different people who have experienced these uh, extraterrestrial slash non-human intelligent creatures. Right? They dismissed that completely out of hand. They do not care to look at any of the data that has been collected thus far with regard to implants that have been removed from people who have been abducted by these creatures. uh, They do not care to look at or even recognize that there is physical trace evidence that has been uh, looked at and studied and and where these things land, where craft land. They don't don't care about those things. They don't want to look at it. They do not want to believe that cattle mutilations uh, are the product of extraterrestrials that they are responsible in a lot of those cases. They do not want to go there. They want to stay in a delusion and they want to force everyone along into their delusion infinitum. We, that we have no idea when these people are gonna be finally ready to uh, face the reality of the situation. We don't know. I mean, for, for a long time, like centuries ago, if there was someone who was talking like I do, that person would likely face death we'd be post would tied up onto a post somewhere and then burned alive before a village of people. Right? That's that's how things would handle were handled in the past. Now, because we are more uh quote civilized, end quote, uh what happens now is people who uh want the truth to come out, people who know that there's something here, uh n- instead of killing them on a post and burning them alive as as some heretic, right, they want them to they want them to suffer other in other ways, by, by stigmatizing them, by making them look foolish, by making them look like nuts. They want to drag their names through the mud, just like what happened with uh, whistleblower David Grush recently. Uh, now, <clears throat> there are people within the governments that are sitting on this information. They don't want it out for whatever reason. They don't want to disrupt the nature of things and because they believe that once that truth is revealed to all that everything's going to turn upside down this world is going to turn upside down society's going to collapse that's their fear apparently part of it besides that they want to reverse engineer these recovered craft that they have in the inventory that's been collected over uh over about 75 plus years now that they've been collecting um and they want to try to use that technology at some point in the future to take over the world uh there are a lot of things going on here. I just wanted to bring that out. I just wanted to let you know that you're. If you know anybody that doesn't realize that there is a presence among among us on this planet that is that is uh, more advanced technologically technologically than we could ever imagine, then those people are living in a delusion, and they're being forced into into that delusion by government officials who we have put placed in power. And this is what we get. This is what we get. And again, there are other people on top of it who. Really don't, the debunkers out there of the world who who are really, they, they do not want this status quo to be disrupted. They want to stay here. They do not want to see us advance. They do not want this reality exposed. They're afraid of it. All right. I just wanted to say that. There's nothing to do with anything. I was just thinking about that this morning. Anyway, um, I want to talk about, uh, there was a, uh, an article that I saw a couple days ago with, uh, it was this was here's a here's one from uh Fox News. Harvard physicist searching for UFO evidence says humanity will view alien intelligence like God. Okay, so now we're going to go through this article and we're going to talk about the implications here. That Avi Loeb, of course, Avi Loeb, uh, he's someone who is interested in this subject, he is trying to find evidence uh, that will pro- show that there is an extraterrestrial presence. But uh, he's doing it by the book, the scientific book. Some people have problems with that. Some people don't. Uh, but he's very interesting character, to say the least. Anyway, here's what the article says. It says, Harvard professor Abby Loeb predicted that the scientific discovery of an alien civilization one that may potentially be billions of years old, will prompt humanity to unify. He talked to Fox News Digital for a wide-ranging interview that covered billions of years of history and even interstellar fragments from the bottom of the ocean. Loeb, a trained physicist, physicist who received his PhD from the Hebrew University of Jerusalem at the age of 24, said it was arrogant of us to think that we are alone, that we don't have a neighbor out there. That's, let me just stop there. That's such a cliché. It is such a cliche. I mean, that's old old hat, really big time at this point, isn't it? I mean, how many times we gotta say that one? It's It's arrogant to think that we're the only ones. I mean, this is uh, come on, think of something new. I'm not saying it's Loeb's fault. I mean, it's a lot, all of us, even myself, I say it sometimes. I mean, isn't it? That's getting sick. I'm, I'm sick of that. It's arrogant to think that we're the only ones. You hear that a lot from people who are on the fence, or even skeptics. You know, it's—I it's, oh, you know, don't believe they're here, but you know, it's arrogant to think that we're the only alone in the universe. Anyway, continuing, a continuing of this quote here. It says, "There are tens of billions of planets in the Milky Way galaxy alone, and hundreds of billions of galaxies like the Milky Way in the observable volume of the universe." He said. <sighs> Perhaps noticing a neighbor will. Be a wake-up call that will bring us together, Loeb said, speaking of humanity as a whole. There might be many more neighbors that are far more accomplished than we are, and we can learn from them. So my hope is that it will bring humanity to a better place in the long-term future. Let me just stop right there. I ho- I, I I think it would. I, you know, I think it would cause a lot of people to stop in their tracks and maybe you know put their their machine guns and and their down and their machetes that they're about to chop someone's head off with. And maybe they could, you know, maybe cause them to pause and think. Well, you know what? Maybe uh, maybe this is all nonsense that I'm doing here. This this war stuff. And uh, you know, maybe we should think about what's going on out there on these beings. You know, maybe it would cause us to you know uh, look in at ourselves. Who knows? Anyway, Loeb, <coughs> Lo- excuse me, Loeb says, Loeb also theorized that countless dead civilizations may exist in the galaxy. The question of the, for the scientific community, he said, is to search for evidence of their existence. Okay, so dead civilizations, civilizations that have come and gone, right? That's, I believe that, of course, why not? I mean, there could be uh, civilizations that were very similar to what we have here right now, and they reached a certain peak, and then they blew each other up with uh, nuclear bombs, and they're gone now. That that's most certainly possible. That, maybe that's what we're gonna do here. We, we may not even get out to. The, we we'll, we might not even get out of this solar system. We, I know we're starting to, uh, you know, send stuff out, but, uh, you know, we're never gonna get to travel. We could end up killing ourselves because we're just you know violent animals. <clears throat> anyway, continuing. It says, uh, the, this that process will likely be similar to archaeological digs on Earth. Loeb said, yeah that's possible. We can end up finding as long as we don't destroy ourselves, we could end up, you know traveling outside of this solar system or maybe just right here right in the old, our own solar system. maybe we'll find artifacts in mar on Mars somewhere that there was some civilization that lived and lived and died. there. who knows? He says here, I call this space archaeology, archaeology Archaeology in space, trying to figure out who preceded us. And when I say preceded, Loeb clarified, it's by billions of years, not thousands of years like on Earth. Evidence of an alien civilization is exactly what Loeb said he may have found evidence for at the bottom of the Pacific Ocean. In a separate interview, the professor, also an elected fellow of the American Academy of Arts and Sciences, said that he found startling material recovered from the bottom of the Pacific Ocean. That trip, according to Loeb, produced evidence of material that was moving faster than 95% of stars near the sun and had material strength that was tougher than most rocks. In other words, material that is possibly artificially designed by another species in the galaxy and not naturally produced by a meteor or other form of space matter. Of course, there are some scientists who have disputed Loeb's claims. Uh, They told the New York Times in July that the Harvard professor's theories, despite attracting attention, were not based in solid scientific evidence. These people, these these scientists, you know, they'll kind of sit back in their laboratory, smoking on a pipe, wearing a wear a sweater with one of those collar shirts underneath, you know, sitting there smoking their pipe and just, you know, uh, doling out uh, uh, nonsense, you know, do- doling out stigmatizing words against their colleagues who are actually out in the field doing work. Well, I don't think I think Loeb's taking a chance. I don't think I don't think he's found anything. Where's his proof? You got any more of this pipe tobacco? You know, goofballs, dum dums, people who who, who want to, who want to maintain the status the. It's hard to believe, but apparently there are some people in the scientific community who want to maintain the status quo. I mean, just look at all the John Max colleagues from Harvard back in the back in the day. Well, John's lost it. John's lost it. He's studying something that we never studied, so he's lost it. Because I don't believe it. Nobody believes it. It's, you know, these people are just crackpots. He shouldn't be studying alien abduction. Here we go. Here's another one. People are sick of hearing about Abby Loeb's wild claims. Astrophysicist Steve Desch said, it's polluting good science, conflating the good science we do with the ridiculous sensationalism and sucking all the oxygen out of the room. Steve Desch, that's because you suck. You're sucking all the good oxygen out of the whole planet. You stink. You and your kind of of scientists that think like you, right? You're jerks. You stink. You're holding us back. Bum. Continuing, but Loeb was adamant that other scientists who are skeptical of his theories are not willing to actually search after the evidence, dismissing some attacks as academic jealousy. Bingo! There you go. There you go, Abby, that's true. Just like I said, these people are bums, they're sitting back smoking their pipe, thinking that they're doing uh, uh, Good science. That's what he thinks. Steve Desch is sitting back smoking a pipe in some laboratory, right? Thinks he's doing good science by sitting back and and making comments like this, doing nothing. You stink, Steve Desch. You stink. Anyway, continuing. Loeb heads the Galileo Project and has an ambitious goal, according to the organization's website, to bring the search for extraterrestrial technological signatures of extraterrestrial technological civilizations, from accidental or anecdotal observations and legends to the mainstream of transparent, validated, and systematic scientific research. He said that the search for alien life begins in our backyard. That involves checking for a tennis ball that was thrown by a neighbor, Loeb said, one of his oft-used analogies for wreckage, debris, or other evidence from an extraterrestrial civilization of high-tech spacecraft within the reach of modern science. But whatever theory of alien civilizations is eventually accepted or rejected by scientists, Loeb said, people across the world should be open-minded. That doesn't mean that the realization on a humanity-wide level of neighbors in the universe would not be a shocking event, Loeb said. In fact, it might be a profoundly spiritual experience." A very advanced scientific civilization is a good approximation to God, Loeb said. Imagine a cave dweller visiting New York City and seeing all the gadgets in technology in terms of the lights, appearing as a miracle to the cave dweller. In the same way, Loeb explained, a higher level of intelligence may not be easily understandable to us. Let me just stop there. For- yes, it's not. A- this kind of stuff is not e- as easily understandable to, quote, scientists, astro- quote, astrophysicist end quote, like Steve Desch. Like, Steve Desch has a pro See, Steve Desch has a pro. He has no imagination, the guy. None. None. Steve Desch and people like Steve Desch. None. Zero imagination. I don't even know what's he doing a scientist for. He doesn't want to study anything. He wants to sit back in his lab and do nothing and, and call Abby Loeb names. Anyway, one biblical story came to mind for Loeb, the famous Old Testament passage of Moses and the burning bush. But Moses, he said, could have been aided by the knowledge of modern science. If I were with the Galileo project, the infrared sensors, I could have advised Moses about the surface temperature of the bush, Loeb said. The amount of energy in a period of time emitted from it and whether it's indeed an unusual phenomenon. Going further, Loeb said that it is conceivable that an ultra advanced civilization may appear to humans to have godlike powers. You can imagine. Here's a direct quote from him. You could imagine that the superhuman civilization that understands how to unify quantum mechanics and gravity might actually be able to create a baby universe in the laboratory, a quality that we assign to gods and religious texts, he said. Yeah. Loeb then defined the fundamental difference between religion and science in that the science is guided by evidence collected by instruments. It's not the subjective personal matter of belief. He also called on humanity as a whole to share scientific knowledge with all humans. So yeah, let me just stop there for a second. So, yeah, that's the thing. A lot of people think. Like, you even hear so a lot of debunkers call it like this. Like you hear like idiots like Stephen Greenstreet, you know, referred to this as like magic. Oh, we're, we're describing magic, right? It's not magic. It's actually science. Well, these beings that are coming here obviously have uh, achieved some sort of a scientific technology, some sort of a technology that, that exceeds anything that we have. And we can't even imagine it. So it looks magical to us. So that's all it is. It's just, but it's, but it is based in science. Anyway, continuing with this article, he says, "Uh, We're all in the same boat, the Earth, sailing through interstellar space, and anything about the universe, any knowledge that we gain about our neighbors, about the universe more broadly, should be scientific knowledge, meaning that it should be shared openly. He hearkened back to the story of the scientist Galileo Galilei, an astronomer and physicist who was put under house arrest for his support of a heliocentric model of the universe. And here's a direct quote from Loeb. He says, once we realize that the earth moves around the sun, Galileo should not be put in house arrest. This should not be politicized because whether the earth moves around the sun or not does not depend on whether the voice of Galileo is heard publicly. And that's a perfect illustration of the difference between science and politics. Science is better than politics. Except if you're with Steve Desch, who somehow seems to mix it up. He likes to mix up politics and science and then call call his colleagues crackpots and things like that. Or maybe not. that doesn't use that word, but he might as well have. He left off with the final message: Science should be guided by evidence, not by prejudice. Loeb said it should not be diminished by negative undertones on social media or by academic jealousy. Steve Desch. and I'm what? And what I'm doing is making a higher, seeking a higher intelligence out there because it's not always evident here on Earth. Okay, the good stuff there. Good stuff. Speaking of, okay, now he's talking about how he says you know, humanity could view alien intelligence like they would God. Um, you know, I was wondering, just thinking, just something that passed through my mind. You know, when I was when I read this article earlier, uh, I was thinking to myself, you know, what if God, What if God is actually AI, an artificial intelligence that was created, you know, you know thirty billion years ago in a different universe, and that's that actually there was some intelligent alien species that had that created uh, an artificial intelligence system and that artificial intelligence system somehow took over at some point and then at some point decided to create its own universe and here we are and this is and that's god could be would people still pray to him the way if they if they knew that god if people out there running around talking about god i mean a lot of people in their minds believe god is some guy with a big white beard laying on a cloud right up in, in up in the heavens And the blue sky in the background, like, would they still be praying to him the same way if they found out that he was artificial intelligence? I just wonder. Just, I wonder. Okay, moving on. Uh, For my recent episode, uh, Misguided Sense of Military Impotence Fuels UFO Secrecy Effort Slash Grush Hit Piece Update, I, on Spotify, I asked this question. I had this poll. It says, Is having a sense of helplessness against the technology of extraterrestrials a good enough reason to maintain a 75 year plus cover up? So far, I got 68 votes back, and uh, 50 people, or 73.5%, say no, while 18 people, or 26.5%, say yes. Now, I know what the yeses are thinking, actually, because I've heard from some of them before uh, on why they think this is. They, they're concerned about maybe there are good reasons. To keep this cover up maintained, uh, to continue on with it, and I, I don't think there are, I don't think there could be any good reasons at this point. I think maybe initially, when it started, yes, there would, you know, for certain. I, I don't, I don't think in nineteen forty-seven when they realized what was going on that there was something here at that time moment in time. Okay, I get it, you know, the need, but at this point now, you, you've they've dug themselves into a hole. Right? The, the hole just keeps getting bigger and bigger. Every year that goes by, the hole is deeper and deeper and deeper. I mean, it's bad enough. You have, when people don't trust government for a myriad of other reasons, a lot of times for no good reason, sometimes for a good reason, but a lot of times for no, no good reason, uh, this just hurts. It hurts. It's, a government, by doing this, by keep maintain, maintaining this secret, it just continues to, it, it makes it worse for them because it's more time, more time that goes by I, I mean i think when the time does come to tell the truth they're going to have to come up with a story there's going to have to be a story told that will placate people because otherwise i mean it's going to look ugly yeah we yeah we're sorry we kept this a secret but we had to do because such and such reason they're going to have to come up with something what that reason is i mean who knows right um i have some ideas i mean it, it's easy to think of some right oh yeah it's because uh We were concerned about the panic it might cause. Okay, yeah, but uh, after 75 plus years, come on. Come on. You could have, this should have, instead of, uh, what about all these people that got, their lives were ruined over this, right? They they, They were made fun of and laughed at and joked at. What about all these people that had to deal with that kind of thing? It's okay that they went through life like that. Uh, their life, some in some cases, people's lives were ruined over this uh, because they had experiences that was outside of the realm of their control. And yet, you, and, you, and meanwhile, government officials know that these things do happen, or, and that there is something here, and they're they're acting like nothing's going on, and that it's all phony. And people who are uh, talking about these things, experiencing them, they must be uh, they must have been on drugs or drunk or crackpots. So I, I, I it's at, we're, it's way beyond time so i mean it's, it's make by doing this by continuing it just makes it harder and harder uh so that's why i say no it's time it's just time uh and i think that's one of the reasons why you're seeing a lot of people in congress wanting to do something about this i mean both sides of the aisle too i mean <laughs> it's it seems like they know that there's something going on they understand it and they understand. That if they're getting on the They're trying to get I think what's going on here With some of these people in Congress They're trying to get on The right side of this now That's why it's bipartisan You're seeing Both sides of the aisle Going on this Trying to say Yeah we need to uh, we need to get this out there. We need to investigate this, and, and it looks like they're the that they weren't because they don't want to be looked at as they're responsible. The elected officials they don't want to appear responsible for this uh, because they're not obviously over decades. Right, a lot of these people had no idea, but now they're learning because of these whistleblowers stepping up. You know, a lot of people give people like Lou Elizondo and Christopher Mellon uh, flack. Uh, you know, people like, for instance, Stephen Greenstreet, the the creepy reporter from the New York Post. Uh, who's constantly on Twitter uh, as a skeptic, a debunker, talking against these guys, right? But if it wasn't for someone like Lou Elizondo and Christopher Mellon and those videos that were released uh, in, 2000, in 2017, we wouldn't be where we are right now. That started a, That was the beginning of a snowball effect. That's why you see people like this, like Stephen Greenstreet out there, trying to put the toothpaste back in the tube, they're trying to go back to the old uh, days of old when hey all, all these people are crackpots look at skinwalker ranch they're chasing around space ghosts and stuff like that like they they're, they put their focus on certain things to try to make the whole thing look silly but that's all he's doing that guy's a creep i don't know who, if he's being told to do that i don't think he is i think he's just a creep looking for attention i don't think there's i don't think anyone in the government would ever trust someone like stephen Greenstreet. i don't see how they could I know he has some sort of connections with, with, with the Pentagon and Susan Goh and all that, but I don't think they trust him as far as they could throw him. Guy's a total creep. Uh, couldn't trust him at all, actually. Um. But so I, I just think that he's looking for his his five minutes of fame by being at the bunker at this moment in time while while it lasts. Right. And then when when the when the should have come out soon, should the truth somehow be finally revealed in within in, in uh, contemporary times? Like uh, he'll just disappear like a nightmare before the breaking day, along with some of these other debunkers uh mick west uh he'll he'll walk away in shame he should he, he will be a lot of I'm, I'm hoping it happens soon because i want to see these people walking off into the sunset in shame that's what i can't wait for i'm looking forward to that because the way they talk right now that's what they des- they deserve that they deserve a walk of shame at some point in the future it's going to be great i can't wait because i again i know i'm right i know they're wrong so but yeah, I, I think that's why you're getting back to this. I think the reason you're seeing a lot of people in government trying to push forward with different bills, different laws, changing the uh the 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 uh defense spending bill to include language for whistleblowers, things like that. They're they want to get on top of this because they know at some point that the truth is going to be is going to be revealed and they don't want to be on the wrong side of this, right? Now, someone like Mike Turner, of course, that uh congressman uh, the senator or excuse me the representative from ohio uh who's in the basically that guy's in the back pocket of the military industrial complex he's received over a million dollars over 10 years from the military you can't and so that's why they call the the his uh the people who are are controlling him because he's only a puppet for the uh, for the military industrial complex that's why they cart him out push him out in front of fox news go say something go say something mike say something so that's why someone like Mike Turner goes out and says the things that he says, because uh, he's being paid to do it, and it does, he, he doesn't really care. Because at some point, if he ever loses his job, he'll, he'll he'll get a really good lobbying position and stuff. He'll be set for life anyway. That guy's set for life anyway. You know, it's all crooked money, crooked politics, black budgets, all kinds of stuff. He's part. He's all part of that. So he's he's got it made. Doesn't matter to him, right? But the rest of these people, I think they want to get ahead of this. They, they want to be on the right side of history. Like some people, like Mike Turner, I don't think he cares about the right side of history. He only cares about what's in his wallet uh, and who's paying the money and who tells him what to say and I'll be your puppet and things like that. So, yeah. So that's where I'm at with that. Um, so it's a, it, it's amazing. So, I, I of course, I, I say no. Well, yeah, I'm with the no's on this one. No question about it. Uh, no. You know, I say, yeah, it's we we're, were they had enough chance. they had enough chance. But what bothers me the most is that there has been an efforts for the past six years now to to do something about this, to end this whole secrecy nonsense. And we still got this pressure coming from the uh, elements within the Pentagon and the military industrial complex to shut it back down again. And it's just driving me crazy. we We can't have this. This is what's the point in doing that? It's just it's stupid. It's time to end this whole, all this nonsense. It's time to uh, let, let's let forget about what I, 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 I'm all in favor of granting amnesty too, or, or you know, that's, I don't care. I just want to get, I just want to do human race to move on. We need to move on with this. We need, we need to get these lazy scientists like Steve Desch, you know, who sit back and just complain about other scientists trying to find find truth and, and do scientific research. We need to get rid of those kind of guys. I mean, those kind of guys need to be called out too, right? I'm sick of people like that. I'm sick of lazy scientists. I'm sick of stupid debunkers like Stephen Greenstreet. Uh, it's time that we need to move on from all of this stuff. Uh, so... I mean, Stephen, Steve Desh, right? That guy obviously doesn't do any real, uh, he, what's he doing? He's not doing any good science whatsoever. Junk science, junk science. He doesn't want to get to the bottom of this uh, mystery. He doesn't care. He wants to maintain the st- status quo. Uh, so get get rolling. Hit, hit the bricks, buddy. Hit the bricks. Uh, yeah, it's time. It's time. It's time to get over this. I'm hoping that somebody just, I don't know how they're going to do it. I mean, it might take from somebody within one of these uh, organizations, one of these uh, places where the stuff is being held, it might take people from the inside to bring it out somehow. I think that might be the only way we're going to get uh, get to the end of this. It's, but uh, I guess we'll see. I guess time will tell. Anyway, thanks for joining me. Until next time.